Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Spencer. And uh, so this is this is the space episode. Space movies episode. Yes. Um, yeah. So you and I have been talking about this for a, a, a decent amount of time. Um, the listeners don't know that, but we have. A little, little behind the scenes group there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Breaking news. So, uh-huh. Um... Yeah, I mean, because this is a genre that I guess you and I kind of both like, and um, we acknowledge that there are some really great space movies out there. Yeah, some cool um, stuff. One thing, yeah, absolutely. One thing I do want to note is that um, space often it kind of collides with science fiction. Right. So some of the films that we're going to be talking about today definitely go into the science fiction genre as well. They just mesh so well together. Um, that you know you're gonna have a mix um, when you're talking about space movies, right? Um, and I'm sure we'll do a sci-fi uh, genre episode at some point where we're yeah, focusing yeah. on not space sci-fi. I guess one thing um, I was thinking of earlier, <laughs> I was actually thinking of that that idea of the distinction because even like we did like an action episode and then we did the war episode and then we were kind of like, oh well, yeah. like war movies is also kind of like a, a subsect of action or whatever, and then space is. Like most sci-fi also deals with like space right. travel and stuff, but I felt earlier I was thinking of it and I was kind of like, okay, what is the difference to me? And to me, I feel as though what I'm calling a space movie, which probably it would, you know, have a sci-fi little uh, label or whatever. Um, I think it seems more based in actual science and like, in real life a little yeah. more grounded i think um right right maybe a little bit more closer to present day mm-hmm. um not as not as fantastical maybe right right yeah just a little bit more kind of uh yeah more grounded okay that's cool yeah, yeah yeah i think yeah you're right about that i mean there's films like um like apollo 13 right, right. where it's just tells the story of the space shuttle and and everything and you know well based on the true story right that's very much a space movie without it being science fiction right you know so i mean that's a movie we could talk about today but we didn't plan on that so, i'm not yeah. i didn't watch that one no so <laughs> yeah we didn't we didn't uh uh-huh. we didn't do, do that one yeah i mean we thought about it but we didn't we wanted to do other ones right um but yeah i mean overall i'd say that both of these genres or subgenres, however you want to classify them they really kind of collide and and mesh well together that's why there are so many good space science fiction yeah, films for sure um what you said about like kind of more not in the future uh-huh it, well both of my films are kind of futuristic oh uh, yeah that i'm talking about today. well i guess mine really are too but <laughs> right, more, right we'll okay, we'll, so we'll ditch the time scrap thing. that we'll, yeah we'll just okay, just okay. more um we're grounded. Rewind. We'll, we'll stick to my yeah. We'll stick to my grounded explanation. <laughs> I think I repeated that right. a couple of times, so that's really the one I meant. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Um. Well, let's get started then. Um, yeah. What's Eric, uh, how about you talk about the first uh, first movie that okay. you uh, kind of want to discuss here? All right. So, the first one I watched this week uh, was Ad Astra, aka Brad Astra. Oh yeah, that's um, what we call it here, Brad Astra. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it in the, in the, uh, in, in the, on the pod. Um, so yeah. we actually realized that the so like last week we were talking about like what we'd do this week and, um, you know, uh, the movies that we would be watching under the theme. Yeah. And I brought this one up, and then we realized that we've talked about Brad Pitt in the past two or three or third the third yeah. episode in a third row. week in a row and we've definitely <laughs> we can't get away from him now well you can't escape him you know he's uh he's yeah. everywhere he's he's, uh, he's, he's very everywhere. He's he, the best. He, yeah. he gets work that brad yeah um, yeah definitely so but he's so in brad astra one. yeah brad astra uh um so i thought this one was really cool uh <clears throat> so the idea is that he is um an astronaut uh, seems to be in like the near future, um, and he seems to be like pretty good at his job. It also uh, you learn that his father was an astronaut before him, and he's on some like super special mission to find uh, extraterrestrial life uh, within our solar system. Um, right, but uh, he sort of goes off the off the radar, um, off the grid. Um, 16 years into his mission and we're even 
definitely beyond that because I think he left when when Brad Pitt's character is a kid. Now Brad Pitt's character is however old Brad Pitt is. Um, and uh, anyway, so this movie is kind of like NASA coming to Brad Pitt and being like, hey, we we have reason to believe that your dad's still alive. Like, we're going to send you out there to find him. Um, so that's kind of the main idea. I feel like this was the kind of thing where, and I think I notice this sometimes in movies where I'm like, I couldn't exactly explain to you what's happening every right. second of the way. Um, yeah. I feel like I say this like every episode, but um, I really enjoyed it the whole time. I, I loved okay, looking cool. at it. Dude, the cinematography in this one's nuts. So this one is uh, actually both mine today are Hoyt Van Hoytema. Uh, I think I've talked about him on the pod before. So he did stuff like her and um, a bunch of other th- uh, things that I like a lot. I think no, I can't <laughs> think of anything else right now, but he did that one. Okay. Um, But like, so, and when I was watching this, I was really thinking like that, <clears throat> space movies light in space movies is interesting because when you're on earth the sky is bright the sky is blue the sky is illuminated by the sun ultimately but it the sky in itself is also a light source to us mm. you know what i mean so science yeah yeah right um but when say you're on the moon the sky is just black so where does the light right. come from? Like the ground, I guess? The moon being bright in itself? So either way, it creates like just a really cool look of like yeah, sort of like no light source, but the light just looks like nice. And the way they captured it just looks really awesome. I If I were to guess, I'd say this was on film. And there's just like times where sometimes like the light the lighting on somebody's face is like real hot on one side and like a little bit kind of like softer on the other but even like the real kind of almost blown out overexposed looking part like still looks pretty nice um and uh yeah i just thought everything looked really cool it looked very like timeless to me um and i i almost feel like not that this is any sort of like official uh you know survey on on the genres or whatever but again almost a a distinction i have between the feel of this and like some other kind of sci-fi type thing is this felt very like kind of natural whereas like a lot of times when you see sci-fi stuff it is uh more kind of made up less grounded yeah and you're good so in that way you're gonna have to create sets you're gonna have to create characters you're gonna have to create all this other stuff but because it feels sort of grounded, they're just using uh, like cool practical light sources. Um, yeah, all, obviously all the characters are uh, just humans, so they're um, you know not CG. Uh, and it yeah, seems like yeah. a lot of the sets were pretty practical as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I like that you noted about like the lighting and everything too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in space, I would say like you know it's the the sun is kind of illuminating things. Yeah. Or, you know when they're when they're on the moon, obviously uh-huh. it's like you said the ground, which is correct. Yeah. I mean the, uh-huh. the 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 moon yeah, yeah. is getting lit up like by the sun and yeah. it's kind of coming up from the ground. Yeah, so, illuminating. So it does look really cool. Ground up, yeah. Different yeah. different type exactly, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I that's what I think like Gravity did well, which I don't really like that movie that much, mm. but. I think the lighting and how like the flares, the lens sure, flares, sure, right? yeah. the style of that, which sometimes can be overused as people uh-huh. knock on it too much, I think. But um, like something like that is really important in space because yeah. you have a lot of glass and then, yes. you know, how it kind of the how the light passes through the glass yeah. and everything and how you kind of see it uh, illuminating different areas. So uh-huh. I think it's really cool. And it's 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 one of those films where, you know, you can have kind of like a black and white feel to it obviously yeah because space it is, is almost you know, dark and everything yeah yeah this one it did have a lot of cool color stuff too though like um i i feel like they probably took a lot of inspiration from like blade runner type um okay. space vibes you know what i mean like that type of uh world building or whatever kind of stuff um, right okay okay yeah. yeah like that that type of aesthetic uh so yeah, super. I think actually Hoyt Van Hoytema might have done Blade Runner twenty. No, that was Roger Deakins actually. No, no that was Roger Deakins. Yeah, yeah. which he won uh, the Oscar for. Way yes. overdue. But, oh yeah. damn. Yeah, was he the? Yeah. Was that the first one he got? 
Yes, which is just insane. I feel like I was brilliant. watching um, like his acceptance speech for that or some some award he won, and he was just so humble about it. Like you can tell, like oh yeah, to he's, him he's it's nice just guy. like he's like a working dude, and this just happens to be he just his likes job. Making, and he yeah, needs he like no praise at all. Stuff. Like he's just yeah. like I don't know. Like yeah, I guess that was cool what I did. I don't, I don't know. I was just at work for <laughs> yeah. a couple months, so yeah. And then he won again for um. Uh, 1917 recently and cool, cool, again cool. he was yeah very humble and everything too yeah. which is you know, oh, obviously uh, very deserving of that on the other side of the 1917 thing uh hoyt did dunkirk and tenet right, right. okay so he's yes, a big he's, nolan a, he's a christopher guy. nolan guy yeah specter yeah. okay so hoyt and uh <laughs> and deacons are Sam kind Mendes. of they're right yeah. next to each other because uh deacons did um not uh skyfall and then Hoytema did Spectre, um, and then, then Deegan's did 1917. Yeah, with Sam Mendes. Yeah, right. funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of parallel. I mean, they want the best, so yeah. right. Yeah, I think they're just like two, two very talented uh, cinematographers. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and so then I was watching, um, you know, one of my explains, and um, right, right. Gotta the, watch those. So this one, I felt like. They they were bringing up the point how Brad Pitt's dad was out searching for aliens, but he ends up alienating mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. And then Brad mm-hmm. Pitt, it basically parallels in the search for his father, all just ends up doing the same thing to his loved ones. Um, and I right. think that that was sort of the core of the emotional story on this one, which okay. uh, yeah, which which made it you know compelling and you know gets you through the the technical stuff of whatever you know science kind of stuff's going on and all that so mm. um now correct yeah. me if i'm wrong but there's a little bit of action in this movie as well yeah there is actually kind of it's pretty cool yeah. um yeah some some blasters and you know stuff like that um some some chaos and some yeah fight scenes and yeah there's like this scene with like monkeys in a in a uh <laughs> in a rocket <laughs> that are that's kind of wild um yeah, right, the action right. in it was actually very cool and very well shot. Um, I thought it was, yeah, it was cool the way they did it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, what did you think of recommend. like the the kind of narrative of it? Was it was it cool? Was it corny? Was it? You it know, felt cool to me. Or, um, okay. Cool. It felt pretty reason. It felt very reasonable to me. I was kind of like mm-hmm. when I was like I was like I must be missing something here because this seemed just so <laughs> like point A to point B that Brad Pitt is like having to go like just trek out into space and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these things happen to him along the way and he meets these people <laughs> along the way like it's kind of just very sort of traditional hero's journey type thing um uh and it's the it's kind of cool though too it was very like felt very like quiet to me um and then you know in space there's no sound in space so like Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. thought that was sort of like an interesting just overall it's a quiet film um and in that yeah it's cool when you see action like that right yeah yeah totally no sound Yeah, yeah there is something interesting about that um yeah you didn't see this one yet did you this one i saw maybe half of it okay um and i haven't you finished it yet. I, I do own it so i didn't okay. snooze that i think i just had other things to do so gotcha. i had to kind of call it quits and i just haven't quite um gotten back to it yet but I, i'm sure i'll finish i feel like it's uh, a little uh i don't know i guess you know what the goal is uh, uh, um I don't want to say like predictable because I guess I couldn't exactly picture where it ends, but <laughs> yeah, it feels pretty kind right. of like, okay, I see what's going on here. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. So that's Brad Astra. Yeah. Brad, Brad Astra. Astra or yeah. whatever we call it. Yeah. Here. Brad Astra, yeah. AKA Brad Astra. Ad Astra. If you yeah, Google it's really it, called Brad might... Astra. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, so for what I did with, with this, uh, episode uh-huh. and the movies I wanted to watch, I, chose one director yeah kind of stole your your thunder with your whole okay uh, cool spike lee routine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> kind of just always choose spike yeah. lee movies sometimes on accident uh-huh um this one i did i did ridley scott who i think is a brilliant filmmaker cool. one of my favorites um and so i wanted to compare 
uh, kind of like a <laughs> older space movie. I mean, older by our standards, of course. Um, right. And then one of his more recent ones. So the first one I did is Sweet. Alien. Dope. 1979. Really cool. All time favorite really movies. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll definitely talk about this, or, or maybe the entire series at some point. Uh, yeah. During this podcast, or or not this episode, but you know, in general. Yeah. Um. So so this one's this one's absolutely incredible. It, like I said, it's definitely more of that, or you know mixes with sci-fi um so you have you know it is in the future uh-huh. you have this um you know we're doing we're freezing people or we're we're putting them to, to sleep and the freezing them or whatever you know, yeah, yeah, yeah waking them up after a long journey kind right. of thing um and it's it's uh you know about a crew that that uh they wake up they're they're heading back to earth but uh-huh. um they you know they get a distress beacon and they gotta go check check something out on this planet um and then um they let an alien on board and um, alien, you know, goes and wreaks havoc. So uh-huh. it's um, it's really, really good. So I mean, this is Sigourney Weaver, obviously one of, right. one of the best uh, in the biz. And I mean, she this saw movie kind of broke. Oh really? Yeah, there's <laughs> That's a nice fact. there's there's footage of her like. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Like, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> like Beetle, Beetle <laughs> yeah. it out. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, cool, huh? I think Whoopi Goldberg yeah. too. Oh no way! Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Sigourney Weaver, she's 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 the best. I mean, she's kind of known as like the sci-fi queen from these alien movies. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, this has turned into an entire franchise, had some crossovers and everything too. Mm-hmm. But this first movie, it it was amazing because it you know, uh, her character, uh, Ellen Ripley, was like the first female sci-fi hero. Gotcha. You know? And for the most part of this film, it is kind of a group effort, right? You have everybody getting involved with the the alien and doing like their their jobs you know some of them are mechanics and right. some of them are, are uh, navigation or whatever uh-huh. um but there's so much to like to to peel back about this movie like i said she was one of the first sci-fi heroes um you know <clears throat> 2001 a space odyssey mm-hmm. uh planet of the apes two yep. films that you know we're, we're saving 2001 we're not going to talk about it in this episode we're saving it for another one um, yeah, yeah everybody but but those two are like the biggest sci-fi films before Alien came out, and obviously those you know were were male-led. So right. when this one came out with Sigourney Weaver being the sole survivor and everything, seventies um, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, at the end, yeah, seventy-nine. So it's it was it was amazing for the time and everything too. Um, that is you know, uh, the, not not to not to steamroll you, but one thing that sort no, of that's frustrates do, me is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. the thing. This, but this I'm just gonna now. I'm gonna talk. Now I'm gonna talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but one thing that no, sort of frustrates it. me with, um, like, say the the backlash on Star Wars with making like Rey a female lead. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's cool, but also it's not like a new thing to like get up. Yeah, like, no, to like not. get upset. But like, people, are people you just doing get upset that? about. That's it. crazy to do, and it's like, dude. <laughs> For like 40, and they find every like, reason why yeah she shouldn't be the yeah. hero all know? right yeah alien did it 40 <laughs> years ago like you're oh gonna complain God. about that one now too seriously like, relax like no yeah so. people obviously people did complain back then as well but yeah i'm sure it's, it's anything especially nowadays it's even worse because of the internet and yeah how no like, yeah that probably easier is the whole stupid people can most of it can get their opinions out there yeah, so yeah. yeah um so the movie uh-huh. um yeah, it's it's groundbreaking in so many ways. Obviously, Star Wars came out in '77, so that was you know huge for technology okay. and storytelling and you know, the whole space opera. But this is '79, so this is only a couple of years later. Um, and there's you know massive sets built, and and pra- the the alien is practical Crazy too. Sets, it's puppetry yeah. and 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 suits and everything. It's it's amazing. You know, they didn't try to do you know CG back then. Well, they couldn't. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But but you know if if it was during that time that era of uh-huh. we can so we should. I don't think he would have done that because it would have looked yeah. dumb. You know. So yeah, especially that early. On, like yeah, I guess the the theory of what you know whether it could be done or whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean uh, this 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 entire movie. You know there there's you know a lot of layers in there about feminism. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, heroism, uh, not heroism, uh, but <laughs> heroic duties, I mean. Sure. Um, and, and, and just, like, symbols of authority and, and comfort with, with the ship being called Mother and everything, too. Right, which is right. kind of, like, how 
we we notice things nowadays mm. but it was truly groundbreaking in like every aspect because the cast was good the, the, like i said the special effects were amazing yeah the sets were great the script is good because this this movie was kind of marketed as a horror film horror right, sci-fi because right. it's it's kind of like a monster movie uh-huh. right you know monster gets on board yeah, yeah, yeah. kills everybody you know blah 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 um but 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 it was it was you know so 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 much about it was obviously it takes place in space as well so this counts for for a space sure. movie um, but but everything about it was was so unique at the time because there wasn't really an alien you know or extraterrestrial movie yeah. like that too you know that can kind of really break the barriers and everything too right um, and you know it was so successful I mean it had an eleven million dollar budget made over a hundred million so it was Whoa. it was hugely successful at the box office um, and people really enjoyed it they you know. In '86, uh, James Cameron, you know, came into the franchise and made Aliens, which is another just stellar movie. I, I always have a hard time kind of like going, do I like Alien more or Alien Aliens? Really, it's, it's it's a toughie, um, for me, because they're both really really good. And you know, Ripley is back, and she's kind of she's like in all of them, except for these like uh, prequel films or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but but yeah, it, and uh, it it, it kind of really became this whole phenomenon of this huge franchise. Um, Reebok kind of sponsored Ripley's shoes in the second okay. movie, and like the the best and coolest looking space shoes ever. You really? can like go like yeah for the anniversary of of Aliens, I think Reebok came out with like a anniversary edition shoe oh, or dope. whatever, and you could like buy, buy it or whatever. I'm sure it's like crazy expensive now. Yeah, I got it. But it's like the coolest looking space astronaut kind of that's kinda, uh shoe too, which is which is awesome. Um, so if you're a shoe collector, maybe look into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it's it's. Like I said, it, it encapsulates all the great things about horror, sci-fi, and space all into one. It, you know, obviously it had that whole like you said, there's no sound in space. In space, no one can hear you scream, right? That was like right. the, the tagline of, of so the film sick. and everything. And yeah, it became like this whole franchise thing, and it and it really encapsulated what it was all about. You know, the the fear of of what's out there right. in space, stranded so far from home super cool also adding in sci-fi elements as well too so yeah i think i think it's um i think it's a terrific movie I, obviously you've seen this um yeah a few times too so wh- what do you so, think about it i yeah alien is the only one i've seen of the franchise at least intentionally or with any like okay. memory of it <laughs> like i think i think i've seen like clips of like alien vs predator but so that mm-hmm. and that's like a whole nother thing to me this got like super franchised out and like branch yes, feels yeah. like it branches a lot mm-hmm. further than I really can comprehend that I saw. Um, so I think I only saw this for the first time, like a year or two ago. Um, okay. And <clears throat> so I watched it because in one of Anne's cinematography classes, um, there was, uh, an assignment to go to HIF and watch a movie and then do like a report on it. So, um, my buddy Peter and I shout out Peter, um, went and watched this documentary on alien um and it was really cool uh like just like kind of the story of like i i i almost don't want to talk too much about it because i feel like i'm really misremembering a whole lot of it but like (laughs) i i know that like there's like the dude who wrote it was like very into like kind of like early like you know 40s kind of sci-fi type stuff and then Mm -hmm. it gets like there's like years of development and like a lot of like just tons of work on like art direction and stuff like that. And then like, and then it, it, you know, finally makes it to actually being a movie and stuff. Um, and yeah, just, just executed so well, really cool. Again, the cinematography and, and which I feel like I just talk, yeah, Yeah. talk about all the time and especially in this episode, (laughs) but it's so important, right? Yeah, it really is. And like, in this movie, especially it is just awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I was talking, I forget if I was talking to you about this on mic or not last week, but like Ridley Scott, I think himself is like, um, operating the camera a decent amount in this. Um, right. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, just super cool. Really, really cool vibe. Mm -hmm. And there's like something like very kind of like, again, the amount of like, kind of old sci-fi or like just old type of like ancient storytelling just the vibe type. of it yeah, yeah it's very yeah. like there's like a lot of kind of like i don't know mm-hmm. um yeah some sort of gives me the willies a little but yeah there's yeah. something very cool about <laughs> yeah. it where it feels like 
yeah some like a little ancient but also futury yeah um yeah. but like i like, like that you brought that up because yeah. it does it does it feels like it has that kind of more ancient storytelling vibe right. of like the creatures or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah um i mean you don't get a much of a background but they're in this ship and you're like okay wait there's these beings okay, yeah, yeah, now yeah there's all these eggs here what mm-hmm. you know are there more and everything and it kind of expands on it in later movies right some of them are canon now some of them are who knows yeah but um yeah, I, I like that you brought that up, but at the same time, that's the storytelling. But this film yeah. is is timeless. Yeah, you know because obviously it was set in the future, so uh-huh. we still have some catching up to do right. with our technology to get uh-huh. to get that to that point and everything. Um, but also, it's it's you know some of the special effects, I guess you can say, is a little outdated. But but um, overall, everything is really timeless, where you can yeah. just kind of connect to it and everything. All the issues going on with the crew and and the finale right. too is just stellar you know it's your heart is pounding and everything too it's it's kind of like that classic horror like i said mm-hmm. plus it's in space so it's even more yeah. stressful um and everything and so totally. so yeah it's 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 overall i think it's one of those films that everyone should watch you know at least once and um you For know sure. check out the second movie too because i think the second movie is equally maybe even better like i said i can't i can't okay, i'll do that uh, one next. which i like better yeah 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 um three three is okay it's it gets a little messy that's david fincher so you, you know it's, eh. when and is then that four from? is just is just so messy um oh, three three might have been in the 90s i didn't realize like yeah i feel like there's only like a few david fincher things i've watched but i thought <laughs> i felt like he was more of more of like a recent kind of guy um, yeah, I mean he's still he's still working, so right. Yeah, for sure. maybe maybe it was early two thousands of yeah. Forgetting, but I yeah, then Resurrection came out, which is four, and that movie's I I can't yeah. And then there's like Prometheus, <laughs> and then it was like, is this? I remember there being sort of like a yeah. is this an alien movie or or no? Yes, yeah. So so Prometheus is is and Alien Covenant, which is a sequel to Prometheus. Those are both prequels to yeah, yeah. the entire kind of franchise. Gotcha. And then like you said, there is avp right aliens versus predator yeah, yeah. and they had a second one which those are those are kind of its own thing like a freddy versus jason type super yeah super yeah it was very much kind of blockbustery yeah. kind of a kind of a thing yeah, uh, yeah. Was, i remember yeah. because I that this, was uh, fox's two big properties that they kind of wanted oh, to gotcha. together and yeah yeah that's cool um <clears throat> a while ago man i really feel like i had this conversation i i feel <laughs> like it's like on last it must be last episode so excuse me unless we just talked about it for a while when we were talking about what we we're gonna watch but i got this like magazine uh like a life or time magazine just about frankenstein in general and it talks about the the story of frankenstein where it comes from and all that uh i'll, I'll bore the audience with with that origin story another time but um <laughs> there is a a whole bit about like the greek myth or uh, greek i believe uh, of Prometheus, um, mm-hmm. like that, that that story, um, and how it has to do with like rebirth or like bringing yeah. bringing somebody to life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I read that magazine, I was like, oh, that's why this is like the beginning of Alien. Like it's the uh, yeah, yeah it's, the creation, creating or, life yeah, the creation, creating the xenomorphs, yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah totally. exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and that brought everything are... sort of together for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there are some definitely deeper philosophical and more social things uh, in those prequel films, Prometheus uh-huh. and Alien Covenant. I just don't, I don't think they're as entertaining as, right. as Alien and uh, Aliens. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see why people argue that that those movies are, are good. Uh huh. Um, actually, I have heard more arguments for Prometheus than Alien, Alien Covenant. Um, okay. Yeah, I've only seen both of those movies once because, like I said, I wasn't as entertained by it. So uh, I'll probably um, check them out again and uh-huh. see if I, I like them even better. Right. But um, yeah, that's so. That's my thoughts on Aliens. Um, and um, I'll kick it over to you before I get to my um, second Ridley Scott film. So go ahead, Eric. Okay, cool. So for my second, it's also one of a one that uh, you watched as well, I believe, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, which is well, I've, uh, I've seen it before yeah oh, oh okay. this is one i actively avoided this week oh oh um, because thought, you were talking about yes, it yes right? yes yes i thought that i thought <laughs> earlier you were saying that you did end up watching it uh yeah no, i was but... watching pretty much every christopher nolan movie except this one so. okay so go, this go one is uh interstellar so i've been meaning to mm-hmm. uh, like i said on the on the war episode how i've been like like fury was on my list since 2014 when i saw the trailer very right. similar with uh interstellar i think it also came okay. out that also, year this this is your first time seeing it for this yes 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You so, all right, cool. No, no, no. So, yeah, just watched it for the first time yesterday. Uh, nice. Really dope. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one was really cool. This one gets a little bit more heady than, uh, you know, Ad Astra. Yeah. It's a little bit um, more. Sorry. Like, no, no, no. Brad Astra? Or, yes, excuse me. Brad Astra. My bad. I'm Thank just you. going by Thank this, you. like, nickname that they're using or whatever. It's a shorthand. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, so, Interstellar is really sick, though. Um, you know, like I said, a little bit more kind of like sciency and, uh, mm-hmm. like space travel beyond yeah. our solar system. Uh, so the idea of interstellar is we start out, Matthew McConaughey is like a, a farmer and we're, it's also like clips of like interview footage to start. Uh, and you're kind of like, what is this? Who are these people or whatever? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, anyway, Matthew, McCona- Matthew McConaughey is a farmer. You kind of like quickly realize how he's actually like a, some ex astronaut, like super smart guy. Right, his right. daughter is also into this stuff. Uh, his son is Timothy Chalamet. I didn't realize like Timothy Chalamet was like around right. uh, back then. Yet. <laughs> I like this is a what is really this? this is a really big. This is 2014, movie. right? Yeah, 2014. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's very close to when he was popping off with whatever you know. Uh, I mean, he's big now. Or whatever. So yeah, he's yeah. really big. Right, now. right, yeah. But this is just like a really big movie, and like I, I'm just surprised how I've never heard him brought up or like seen a photo right. of him from this movie <laughs> or something. Anyway, because he's in a, de- a decent amount too. Mm-hmm. But um, so uh, eventually, the you know you're kind of learning that people in the world are starving. Um, there's just like you know we've depleted the resources on Earth. Uh, there's mm-hmm. like wars about food and food shortages, and food's really expensive. And see, it's basically another dust bowl is happening where the um or or like a potato famine or dust bowl kind of thing where like you know uh society just uh harvests one one type of crop for too long and then the soil Mm -hmm. it it depletes all those nutrients that it takes whatever that's why you got to do crop rotation you know you learn this stuff social studies fifth grade it actually comes in pretty (laughs) handy so yeah um (laughs) anyway wondering why you had to learn that stuff (laughs) yeah yeah. dude you see interstellar man um (laughs) but uh so eventually there's like gravitational anomalies happening mm-hmm. and um there's like marks on the ground and then they realize it's between matthew mcconaughey and his daughter they're realizing it's it's uh, binary it's morse code whatever kind of like they decode it to some uh coordinates and they go and it's a nasa facility and michael kane is mm-hmm. there uh michael kane mm-hmm. also in batman christopher nolan every you know, every nolan film every yeah. one of them huh yeah. yeah, and he wasn't visibly seen in uh, Dunkirk, but he was really in it. He he was voicing one of the pilots. Oh, I like that. Well, so. Cool. Yeah, I like that they just sneak because on like he's a little old to yeah. be in World War Two or sh- you know shooting. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, today a World uh-huh. War Two movie, so they they got him in there with the voice, which is yeah, nice, that's interesting. I, I always like Michael Caine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a cool voice too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then they kind of you know michael kane breaks down these plans to like help save the earth like there's all these you know that the and plan a is either to like uh go find another habitable planet and bring everybody from earth there or if that takes too long they're just gonna send you know the uh like test tube babies basically to other planets or whatever right and they do this through uh a wormhole and um in within this wormhole they find that they can go to these like 13 different planets but 10 people have already died doing this there's three planets with people on them uh scientists other nasa dudes for that and ladies who have left 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um colonists yes colonists um anyway so matthew mcconaughey has to come to terms with like oh they really need me for this mission um it's going to be years obviously through space travel and what happens Mm. with time dilation and all that. And, uh, so especially when going through wormholes, you know? Um, yeah, but he, he ends up coming to terms with that. He goes, um, I almost, I'm almost like, uh, reluctant to, to spoil too too much yeah yeah don't yeah because this is one of those it's recent enough and it's like everyone yeah should, right should see this this movie yeah, yeah it's, it's tough um i i, I kind of know what you're getting at but it's, it's yeah tough to not say things. uh <laughs> but 
damn yeah super cool though so but this one is gets kind of crazy though where you're like oh man yeah. there's like real high stakes to a lot of this stuff yes. like yeah absolutely <laughs> it's like <laughs> insane and um so yeah but that's also it just makes it like really compelling and interesting and you're like oh damn like it, there, there's just a lot riding on this stuff yeah and i thought it was just like it's really interesting the you know the stuff that's happening and the science behind it and again even though it's like way kind of out there it's like also like very grounded um mm-hmm. we should do a deep dive on this one someday so we can really dive yeah. into like the second half <laughs> i think we, we, yeah i feel like that is the more interesting stuff uh to really to really right. dig apart or whatever mm-hmm. um, also anne hathaway's in this too yeah and so. Ha- so usually yeah. <laughs> i'm not a big anne hathaway guy um mm-hmm. but i did like her in this um okay cool yeah I also thought it was funny she had her short haircut because this is like a year or two after uh, Les Mis where she shaves her head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, cool, cool, good haircut, there. good nice. haircut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Um, what else? Uh, where, where, where are you at on this one? I I I feel like um, I had so much more to say, but I think uh, you, <laughs> you blew you, it. Right? Yeah, you saying <laughs> so, you saying anything will probably give me a okay, jumping cool. off point for more. Yeah, I mean, I li- I like this movie. Um, I think I like it as much as like Inception, which is another Nolan film for those who don't know. Um, but I, I, you know, I love Dunkirk so much that I, I, I hold that one kind of above both of these. And I know a lot of people would scream at me for that, but yeah, I don't know why. Um, I mean, I do know why, but this is uh-huh. not the time to talk about that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. This movie, like you said, stakes huge. Um, it does get more. It is. It's Christopher Nolan. So yeah. you're going to be a little confused by it on purpose, though, right? You, uh-huh. you need to kind of be confused to feel what the characters are feeling, right? You right, want exactly. to feel confusion because you want to be with the characters. For more um, payoff at the end, too. Absolutely. There absolutely. Was, and that's what, he, that's what he's so good at, you know? There was one thing that I won't even say the part that was confusing or whatever, but I did pick up on one thing way earlier than i usually would okay in a movie good, good. and nice. that i was very <laughs> proud of it i was like oh that was this thing happening um but yeah totally so he he, he didn't get you on that one then you, nope you got Could, him. couldn't pull the wool right. over my eyes nolan <laughs> sorry there chris yeah um yeah yeah i think like you said like the, the whole element of space and time and how time kind of folds on yeah. itself and going to different areas really crazy know, yeah and and i'm not gonna spoil anything but like the ending with with like the special effects are so good in this movie Dude, you know, obviously not. it's it's it this is different from an alien you know where it's yeah uh, vfx heavy because it's this time where you can do it well and it's more cosmic and Dude, it, you know it's this one was really, so really, really really good it was so crazy because yeah the the special effects are insane on it and um but like it's just it was super wild to be watching it and to imagine like this stuff is like scientifically like plausible right but it's yeah. like this could happen. so yeah it's just so beyond what like people can really comprehend like visually yeah. like it's mm-hmm. not it's it goes beyond like you know it's fourth dimension it's four dimensions space space and time i did end up watching like a couple little um relativity explanation videos as well okay, cool, to, uh, cool. yeah to get up on my <laughs> so Einstein. Gonna get some enlightenment on yeah, it. yeah exactly okay um, cool and do you I, recommend that for for a first time viewer yeah 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 for sure i think <laughs> i think it's helpful you know i had a little bit uh, a little bit of knowledge on that stuff going back to physics class in high school mm, um, nice nice yeah and you know at at the the basis of it is so the speed of light you got to think of the speed of light so the speed of light is like uh like 180,000 miles per second or something like that okay um you know if you got that wrong someone's gonna be like yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get real fact checked on that one um (laughs) but so the idea is like einstein is on a tram going home he sees a clock tower and he says what if i was going the speed of light what would that clock tower look like to me um and then in theory you're what you're seeing is light so you know if i'm looking at my laptop the the you that's the light from the screen hitting my eyes but it happens really fast so it's instantaneous but Mm -hmm. if you're moving uh the same speed as as that light 
then it's still it's going to be yeah so am so, i am i moving am i moving <laughs> well see if i if i can move my head back and forth at the speed of light then you then you'd freeze okay um, yeah yeah, Let's yeah. Try it. yeah oh yeah so you froze there really fast uh my i tweaked my neck a little bit but oh it's um, a mice but anyway I don't know why I really had to explain all that, but the visual effects are nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, So it sounds like for this movie, you would really want to go to school. Yeah, school. It's important to have a little (laughs) bit of some school in you. Um, Yeah, we we support school. Yeah, 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 yeah. good. School's good to go to. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What else? Dude, this one, though, really kind of gets a little wild. So when I was like a kid, I, I would have I had this weird thing where. I just thought of like I remember, I remember wa- specifically I was watching the Rugrats one day, and uh, I forget yeah, if it was show. a point. Yeah. yeah, classic. You know, I forget if it was mm-hmm. a point brought up on Rugrats or if I just happened to think of it at the same time. But like, just sort of the vastness of space and like how mm-hmm. impossible that feels to and is to really comprehend it. Again, just as yeah. three dimensional beings, we we have it's a crazy. tough time with the. Uh, thinking fourth you have to think fourth dimensionally marty um <laughs> that's future um yeah but uh so and, and and sorry real quick to do to get on that speed of yeah. light thing if you're going faster than the speed of light then you're going backward in time um mm-hmm. okay back to cool. the future uh flux capacitor <laughs> all that stuff yeah uh, right right and um so anyway so like I would always be like, wait, how far does space go? Because everything has to sort of have like an edge to it, and then like what's mm-hmm. outside of that? And like when did space start? Which you know we have the Big Bang theory <laughs> or whatever. But then it's right, like what right. what was there before? Like just mm-hmm. instead of there's no black answer, space, man. There's it's no white to space. the universe. So. Yeah. So anyway, that that stuff like really like upset me as a kid. It yeah. was like it would like keep me up so at you night. were watching rugrats like, and then that just hit you and it, and it then plagued like, me Whoa. it plagued me for years i think <laughs> it like like it's, i said yeah, I, would, yeah. I would just like be up at night like what like what was there <laughs> what's i feel like i had that? those moments too or everyone yeah. everyone's probably had those moments, no for right? sure where you're but, just uh, sitting there watching something entertaining and then you space out for a second yeah it's like oh totally man. yeah i th- that's Dude. when i i guess that's when i <laughs> began to think existentially um and oh, okay. this but this movie really is like it takes you to that place of like oh wait yeah, yeah well, how crazy is that that like you know what you <laughs> perceive as one thing is a whole nother thing to somebody else um mm. and uh yeah so that stuff was real interesting um yeah super cool awesome I, yeah again this one was also uh hoyt uh hoyt van hoytema yep. i don't love mm-hmm. the cinematography quite as much but it is also great quite as much as as brad astra yeah Okay. Okay. Better. Cool. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, more special effects, so I think it just had to be shot a little yeah. different, and it's a couple years right, old, right, right. so it's just like Some a little bit of screens or something. Just different yeah, look yeah. Okay. for a different type of movie. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. But like, yeah. For I mean, we we there are there are definitely some you know differences in technology from like 2014, 2015 era to now, uh-huh. but it hasn't hasn't gotten so crazy where it's like right. Okay, this is the next big thing. Like when uh-huh. high def- high definition definition came out, right? right. That was huge. Blu-ray, yeah. that was like another step. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, just CG in general, but like yeah. Terminator Two with with the T one thousand, the liquid uh-huh. metal and everything, like that was groundbreaking, right? Right. We we it's hard to leap in five, six, seven years. Yeah. You know, in, in technology, it's definitely gotten better, and we've we've seen some of totally. those imperfections become become a lot better too. Um, green screen technology is a lot better. We're doing digital screen stages yeah. now, which is really cool, thanks to you know the Mandalorian ILM people. Nice. So it's yeah, it's 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 really growing. So you know, looking at like the effects of of a Brad Astra and a and a 2014 film like Interstellar, uh-huh. right. there's not a lot where you can say. And obviously the the VFX are different, but there's not a lot of like crazy stylistic and like element things where you can go like, oh yeah, this is much better vfx it's uh-huh pretty much on par so yeah yeah a lot of it just comes down to aesthetic and taste and like yeah mm-hmm. coloring a lot stuff like that okay cool yeah um christopher nolan he's, he's pretty good at his job i think i think yeah he's he does it dude he'll he's yeah. he's got range too uh yeah yeah and also great, like great the, just what it's crazy that he like came up with this i think he he also, he also wrote it with his brother i think yeah, it's nuts um, that he comes up with these these ideas. Yeah, like these this movies. is so yeah. like 
it's kind of nuts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like I said, and like Dunkirk, he, you know, there's, there's history. So that uh-huh. one's not as, you know, right. But, yeah. But, but, the, but the idea of how to shoot it and how to compile it together. Right. Is a crazy idea. And very is, much so. Is very, very important. So that's, that's, that's very insane. true. There is a, yeah. Yeah. He'll find a way. This one also, mm-hmm. I, so, you know, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about total recall a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, my, what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my, I, I went on a whole thing about Elon and Mars and all that. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not going to go. Yeah. And I, I also yeah. real, I also like looked up his plan a couple mm. weeks ago and it's like a thousand year plan or whatever. Right, uh, right, right. So I, I know it's, it's so funny that you're talking about it. Like it's like next week, like yeah. you're sending a shuttle up and like, well, Hey, you, you guys want to buy current, a ticket? Or it's currently a thousand years, but I don't know, dude, I think we're yeah. kind of screwed over here. So I think we got to, yeah get the heck out of here but seeing yeah. seeing interstellar i was like oh okay i see the i i see the need for this mm-hmm. uh, idea of, of everything yeah. yeah and just the idea of like oh yeah like things aren't great here here is a, a means to like and yeah mm-hmm. maybe elon's not gonna send me to go but hey, you never know just tweet at send, him and then he'll be yeah yeah <laughs> i have some good luck on twitter sometimes uh yeah. but he'll send he'll probably send a mcconaughey He'll send a, a Damon, right. you know, he'll yeah. send a Hathaway. One of them, they'll uh, figure it out. So generations from now, we are good. Right, and I, I do support right. that. I do support that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, yeah you don't want to be the person to test it out. You want other people to go and risk their lives for you. Yeah, and, you know, they, they're they game. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm sure like, McConaughey is like, hey, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. I'm not trained. All right, but... all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, classic yeah um yeah i i I, that's a good point you brought up um but yeah this 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 movie kind of does um open up those thoughts about it like you said you're just you know watching rugrats and you're just thinking oh my gosh this is crazy this is what (laughs) that movie does to you (laughs) absolutely yeah uh yeah all right so um moving on Uh uh-huh so the i like i said i did ridley scott for this uh, episode, um, focused on some of his movies, uh, and his latest kind of space movie was The Martian, twenty fifteen. Ah, okay. Um, which is which is a cool movie. I I, um, I was a little reluctant to see it at first when it first came out because I was like, oh, I don't know, like like I like Matt Damon. He's not my favorite actor. Sure. I think he's okay. Yeah. Um, I also think he has like an interesting nose. Like it's really yeah. small. And oh okay. <laughs> like, like I noticed that. Like especially like we talked about in Ocean's Thirteen. Right, because they put the prosthetic he puts on the nose fake on. nose. Yeah, and it's yeah. extra long, and uh-huh. then he takes it off. It looks even and you're smaller. Like, oh, than okay, it, it yeah. Before his, that's funny. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's just silly me uh, talking about that. But um, yeah, I, I, so I was like, oh yeah. I mean, this looks this looks interesting. You know, it's it's a Mars movie, but uh-huh. you know, there are space elements, so it counts for this episode. Right. Um, but also, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> we're not really sticklers here yeah it's not a big um yeah so like i said ridley scott matt damon uh kate mara's in this uh jessica Jessica chastain michael pena's in it as well it's a great cast it's jessica Uh, chastain also in interstellar um oh uh i think she is man you got me we're uh we're um, really we're like sticking to like a core like kind of few uh few key players here i guess so yeah yeah yeah, Damon um, Chastain and uh, Hoytema are all kind of and uh, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she was an Interstellar. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. all kind of kind of double dipping in these. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean Sebastian Stan is in this. Obviously, a lot of people love him now from like Winter Soldier and stuff. Nice. Um, Donald Glover, who's yeah. just like he has small role, but he's great in this movie. Yeah, you know? I remember that being like a cool one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Daniels. Okay. He plays. He's, he's like great in this movie. He's like the NASA director and everything. He's. he's it is kind of like a weird mix of like a, and not that actors. these people are. All, yeah, the the like actors. <laughs> like Michael in Pena. This he's, type he's of comedic. like. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 a drama in like a, a spacey kind of sci-fi type drama mm-hmm. like it is almost mm-hmm. like feels weird, um, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and like interesting uh, sean though. bean is in it as well so it's yeah Kristen wig so uh, yeah I mean, Kristen wig too yeah, yeah yeah there's so many people man weird <laughs> so many people i forgot um, i forgot all those people are in this yeah yeah i i think this movie's good um it it has that element of comedy in it where it's perfect comedy too you know mm-hmm. obviously so so matt damon he's you know he's on mars this is in the future 
Yeah. Uh, he and his crew are on Mars. Uh, they are set to leave, but he gets knocked uh, down in like this kind of sandstorm, sand windstorm as they're trying to board their shuttle to leave. Yeah. And they just they have to go because if they don't go, the shuttle will crash. And so they they leave and they they leave him there. They think he's dead, obviously, but uh, right. turns out he's alive. Uh-huh. And um, spoiler alert. He has to figure out. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It happens in like the first. I don't know, 20 minutes of the movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, the whole movie's about him surviving on Mars, so right. it's, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. If you didn't know that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so so he has to figure out how to survive until they can get someone down there to, to kind of pick him up, or he can get off of the, the, the planet, you know. Um, so it's great, you know, it's it's very science-y, which is really cool, too. I've, you know, I learned some things that I didn't think were, were possible. Um, uh-huh through this film obviously people are like oh, it's a movie it's no no this is real science like the base of off yeah, of yeah. real um scientific discoveries and everything that you can do um naturally um so it's it's really fascinating matt damon's great in this he he pulls off the distressed um scared uh but also you know like i said has those comedic moments he, he great character too um and like I said, the, the crew, they, they're not in it as much as, as like, uh, Edge of Four and, and, and Daniels are, uh, and Matt Damon, obviously. But, but they, you know, their moments are great, too, and they figure out that they left him, and, you know, they're all distraught, and, like, okay, what do we, what do, we do? Do we try to go back and get him? Do we continue home? Like, you know, we're kind of stuck in the middle here. It's going to take forever either way, uh, kind of a thing. So, yeah, it's, it's a real fascinating film because um, you can feel like the stress level as the days kind of go on and he you know he starts to ration his food and he starts to run out he's you know I see he's getting skinnier and and it's it's um there are those moments where it is it's hard to watch you know because you you really feel for his character but at the same time it's lighthearted enough where you can it's still entertaining where you're not completely emotionally exhausted after watching it you know it's it's something that's it, it, I would say it's a fun watch, but you know, yeah, it's like you gotta have enough. those deeper. Yeah, it's light enough. Exactly, it's it's light enough. You know, you gotta have those deeper emotional moments in it, um, but you're gonna also get some some cheers in this one too as well. Yeah, um, which, which is really really important for a movie like this. You know, a survival movie on a planet mm-hmm. that it, it's tough because we as you know, in this time that we live in in the real yeah. world, there's only so much we know about Mars we haven't sent people there yet you know so we now watching the film we're uh-huh. kind of like wait what is this where do where where does he go what's going on obviously in the movie they know more about mars because it's been a kind of a routine for them and they've you know this is the future so they've gone there and they're able right. to do whatever um so it's really good because it's a little foreign to us uh, as audience members you know watching this movie so it's 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 really good on on that part as well um good on you yeah, good on you. Um, like I wanted to, like I said, yeah, I wanted to compare <laughs> this film to to sure. Alien a bit, and um, sure. it's really cool because I think some of the spacesuits are like reminiscent of each other too. Okay. Obviously, different eras of of yeah, uh, yeah. costume design and everything, but it, they kind of look alike, which is really interesting. Um, and this is just the style of it all. Now, obviously, there are more special effects in The Martian because you have to have you know create an entire Mars landscape and right. Uh, spaceships and, and everything too um, you know different than than an alien and the era of VFX like we said before right but um, yeah I think the style of it is is different but also it has that Ridley Scott touch to it where it's is this is space it's dangerous or another planet and it's dangerous um, and you know you feel fear and the the clock is running out you know that this is what I think both of these films do really well at the clock is running out um, obviously in Matt Damon's or in the Martian's case, uh, time is, is more, is a little more impactful because, you know, he's, he's going to starve to death, you know, so right. he needs to really get going. Uh-huh. Um, in Alien, it's a little different because you got the monster hunting, so you don't really have a specific timeline of when the monster is going right. you know, to kind of get at you and everything, um, and kind of what to do. So in that case, maybe it's more stressful. I don't know. But, um, I, I think the way he uses the the element of the of time running out and meshing it all together to make the movie still really entertaining is the most important part to to kind of take away from these things. Right. So, yeah. Um, I, like I mentioned, the comedy before. Obviously, these films are different in tone. Um, Alien is yeah, more very... of that sciency drama horror, like I said. Um, whereas The Martian does have those elements um but also more comedic with the jokes 
Um, and they're not like super slapsticky either, where it's like, okay, this is this is a little too much. No, it's very appropriate for what the film is talking about and the situations and you know and everything. He's under a lot of stress. He's gonna you know gonna crack a few times, right. you know. Um, and yeah, yeah. So it's it's um, two different styles, but um, together you you really have a sense of uh, Ridley Scott's mastery of this genre as a whole. Yeah, that is that is interesting. That just to bring it back, like you just said, to the point that it is the same dude. Um, mm-hmm. Where, <clears throat> yeah, they do feel very different. Obviously, years years apart. Uh, well, like thirty five years almost. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So time. that's kind of nuts. But yeah, very both both really good. Uh, just different different movies though as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, and they're made for a different time, like era of viewing films, because very much so. I think nowadays we really want entertainment. Like if 2001 A Space Odyssey came out today, I think people would not like it as much. They should, but they wouldn't because a lot of it. And this is this is kind of like the Marvel syndrome. You know, it's it's all about big action entertainment and dramas aren't getting as much praise as they should I'll be you know award praise yes but general sure. audience praise not as not as much and people aren't going yeah. to see to see dramas as, as much as usual or or these kind of deeper sci-fi films so this was very much made with I mean there's you know deeper meanings in the, in the Martian as yeah, well yeah. Um, as an alien but this is made for more of that entertainment type of feel obviously with the comedy in there as well because you want uh-huh. something to, to kind of watch and like not know, have, just have for a good nerds time kind of thing like yeah, not just for nerds like us Exactly, exactly. So uh-huh. it, it's, you know, and it's not a negative thing on this movie at all. I, I don't knock it for, for being an entertainment type, uh, type, uh, type of film. Right. Um, I almost said I was going for style and then I went tight. Gotcha, gotcha, so I gotcha. kind of meshed them together. I'll edit um, it out. <laughs> he's shaking his head. He's shaking <laughs> his head. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the, the, this, this is... Um, you know these two films are a different era, but they're both very enjoyable. Um, I'd say Alien is definitely more of the must-watch category because I, I think yeah. anyone can go through life without watching The Martian and still you'll be enjoy okay. life. But, yeah. <laughs> but if you don't watch Alien, <laughs> it's something's wrong with you. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, do you have any um, more uh, thoughts on these uh, at all? Yeah. So I saw. I did see The Martian. I watched it like. I think when I was back in Massachusetts one year, we like rented it one mm-hmm. night, uh, did okay. like kind of a family movie night style kind of watch. Uh, and it, it worked in that setting very well. I think everybody enjoyed nice. it for what it was. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. It is funny. The other day when I was watching uh, Brad Astra in the living room, RJ came, RJ was, came in and he was like, oh, you know what I don't like though is uh, with what's his name? And I rattled off like a bunch of other space movies and he's like no yeah. not that one. Oh, that one's pretty good no not that one and then but he was not as into uh this one because the martian because uh because matt damon and then i was and then okay. i thought about yeah. it and i was like okay yeah i don't i'm not nuts about matt damon i think i yeah. really liked like like him in the born movies you know we just watched mm-hmm. the oceans ones also yeah. really good but now it does sort of feel like oh that's what you're doing that's the movie mm-hmm. you're gonna well, when he makes a movie like The Great Wall, you know, with <laughs> yeah, him as an, like, like an, an American mercenary taking on monsters in China or something. It's okay. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> That's way more than I knew about. Which you know already. what he 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 could have taken uh-huh. uh, the role that Casey Affleck, uh, his childhood friend, took in uh-huh. Manchester by the Sea, an Oscar-nominated film. He oh, could really? have taken that role, but he he decided to do the Great Wall instead. So that's very what like what's the process? <laughs> what's the thought process? Was that a money thing? Like I, I don't know. I don't good, know. Maybe dude. it was scheduling or something. Matt, yeah. you're doing fine. I don't, just pick the pick uh, the Oscar bait one. Yeah. Uh, Casey Affleck in Interstellar as well. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, man, space movies really grab a lot of uh, a lot of stars, a lot of star power. And yeah. That stuff. Absolutely. Um, but uh. Yeah, despite the fact that I just realized the other day that maybe I'm not wild for Matt Damon, I did enjoy mm-hmm. this when I watched it. Again, the rest right. of the cast also really does a lot. Um, I did watch it long enough ago where I can't really specifically specifically remember much, but um, yeah, it was cool. This is this is a movie where I like to call it's like a TV film where um, it's not not made for TV, but it's like if it's on cable, you know, I'll be flipping through channels sure. or something. 
and it's on like i'll watch it because i can yeah. i can kind of pick it up wherever and just have a good time you know with yeah it. so you're not I gonna be like upset that film. you missed the setup you're not gonna be upset exactly. if you have to like go get food before it ends or yeah something. yeah exactly exactly i this is yeah it's, it's it's like i can pick it up wherever and just kind of watch it you know it's you one might of those not where, even like pause I said, it if you go to the bathroom yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you know i can i can i can just watch it whenever you know like i said it's, it's one of those flip through the channels like oh this is on yeah i'll, I'll watch it it's yeah. like um like they're they always show shawshank on on oh, yeah. tv for some reason uh-huh. and it's like oh yeah this is this is on like i'll watch it I just, yeah, yeah you know I, would, I got some time before the game starts or you know whatever sure. and you know I, I'll, I'll 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 watch this in, in the meantime or whatever uh-huh. so yeah i think it's 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 definitely really entertaining um and, and uh i mean you know I, I would definitely pick alien is as the better movie just because of everything that it did and what it stands for and you know yeah of course you got aliens after that too as well which is just a stellar film um what, what about you would you would you say brad astra or interstellar uh probably interstellar mm-hmm. okay i think cool, it cool it did more of for me emotionally mm-hmm. um but i did yeah, also yeah. really enjoy uh brad astra so um nice nice yeah yeah i think yeah. interstellar is more of that it's a little bit more on that cinematic level where yeah. it's it's so beyond you but at the same time you can connect to these characters you know it's it's yeah i almost it's an enigma like, that film man it's crazy yeah it is it it is a weird combination too of feeling very kind of like blockbustery big budget like kind of huge mm-hmm. but also like uh but that's Nolan, intellectual right? enough yeah yeah very much so yeah where uh, it's, it it can be those big blockbuster action films or, or right. whatever sci-fi but I it's might... so much more than that because there's so many layers to, right. to these films you know yeah so, very yeah. true yeah because even like his batman movies those are like my favorite oh, superhero man. movies because they just yeah. feel like movie movies like yeah exactly. it doesn't even matter it's a superhero thing it doesn't feel like it yeah um it, yeah yeah the dark knight is is the best uh yeah comic book movie i've ever seen and i've For seen sure. some good ones too you know and i think I, it's you know, gonna I like, I like that, that genre way. so it, yeah i think so. obviously it sucks that uh heath ledger died for more mm-hmm. reasons than this but it also mm-hmm. kind of sucks that he died because it almost feels like oh do we just like dark knight because people love to talk about how good a job he did I, as I, the Joker i hate that people say like, that nowadays yeah. yeah i hate that people like oh they just think it's they think it's good because Heath's performance and everything. No, this is an excellent movie. Yeah, it's just you know, like there are so many layers to it. Yeah. Like 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 a lot of Nolan's films. Like I keep saying over and over again during this this episode. But like right, like the the entire uh, trolley scenario, which is this whole philosophical thing of yeah, um, you know, go that down this that, path, yeah. kill yeah, kill eight people, or you can change it and only kill one person, kind of thing. You know, that's Interstellar. They do too. that twice. They do yeah, and Interstellar as well. Exactly. So yeah. it's it's. Yeah, Nolan's Nolan's terrific. Dark Knight's great. Um, we'll we'll definitely do that trilogy at some point. Maybe that's yeah. the next trilogy one though. We'll okay, kind of get into because it's it's one of the best I've ever seen. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think we're we're pretty much wrapping it up here. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, stay tuned for for next week because we got a major episode. It's our twentieth oh, yeah. episode. Twentieth episode. Twentieth episode. So what we're gonna do is, um, Eric and I are going to count down our top 10 best films of all time. What, what we think are top 10 best films. So 10 from Eric, uh-huh. 10 for myself. So yeah. 20 in total. So the 20th episode or whatever, you know, however yeah. you want to say it. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, who cares? Uh, um, yeah, I yeah. just kind of realized today because, like, this, the past couple of weeks we've been talking about this a little. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, that's a lot of movies to touch on. And then I was like, I know. oh, 20. Yeah, the yeah, twentieth yeah, yeah. episode, twenty movies, twenty. That is 20. the same number. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're not gonna go like crazy long on the episode either. We're not gonna be like nah, take an hour the, to talk about. No, nah, we'll probably just movie. It's you know, to, it's top ten list style. We're it's gonna, top ten list, and we'll it's, run down. It's crazy. We'll just mention a couple. I'm sure by the time yeah. we get to the our number ones or top three, maybe we'll spend a couple more minutes. But yeah, yeah, on those uh, those topics. I'm also interested that. to see how many we match we have the same yeah, yeah i think so i think we might have one or two in there it's i i even just like glanced at my list today because I've, I've always kind of like had a list and i've updated it you know just for, gotcha. for fun and everything 
and I uh-huh. glanced at it again today. I'm like, this can't be right. Like, there's yeah, yeah. There's there's something missing here. Like, uh-huh. I, there are so many movies. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a really difficult episode. Who knows? Maybe we'll be changing our mind mid episode as well. So yeah, <laughs> I I'm also like the worst at picking favorites at. of anything. So I'll probably yeah. do this under the stipulation that we can do another one in a year or something. Or most definitely, we're gonna have to update yeah. things. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so take take anything we say with a grain of salt. Yeah, or just you know, just say you you suck and none of those yeah. movies are good at all. Whatever, you know, totally. Everyone has their opinion, so. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. So, thank you all for for listening to this one. This is um. This is yep. a really fun one for us because we really like the genre and there are just so many great films. Like we said, we didn't touch on all of them. Two thousand one, Space Odyssey. We're saving that for another episode. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a wild ride for that Dude, one too. Even, so it's, yeah, there was it's, it's a whole great. list when we were deciding what we'd watch for this one, and there's mm-hmm. so many like cool like things that are fully off my radar too that seemed really cool for the space yeah. stuff. So, yeah, and yeah, I think that goes for a lot of different type of uh, episodes that we have where, uh, like, yeah, we can we'll we'll do more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, don't forget to to catch Eric on Tuesdays on the Music Podcast. Um, yeah, they, they're doing some great work over there as always. Hey, um, thanks, man. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, uh, you know, you guys like music? Check them out because they do all kinds, right? You guys. Um, yeah, we got some range on us. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So uh, you go and check cool. them out on Tuesdays. We're here on Fridays, and um, like we said, we'll be back for that big one next week. Hope you guys can listen to that. And uh, yep. until then, thank you all for listening. See you next time. Check you later.